1: Start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4,
2: 3, 2, 1, go.
3: In a world... where Carolina Panthers
4: fans have an insatiable thirst
3: for Panthers news and opinions.
2: Panther fans unite. My name's Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? CK's in the house, how you doing my friend? The stat daddy.
1: But I think Derek Brown, hey, man, he deserves that dab on him.
2: Thing. Uh, dab on him, Phil Snow. Dab on him. All
1: the same. Yeah, 100%. We can just Mine is going to go
2: to the fullback. I'm going to dump on the Richie guy. Dab on him, Shaq.
5: I'm going to put the towel on Matt Rule. Uh, you know, y'all took all the good ones. Only one postgame
3: roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers postgame show.
2: Whoa! What's the deal, Panther fans? Football is back! Football is back, and we are back with our first post-game show of the 2022 season as the Carolina Panthers defeat the Washington Commanders 23-21, to 21, and I'm here with the crew, as usual, breaking down this game. Cody Lashney, my wheel man, how you doing?
1: Tony Dunn, I'm doing good, man. The Panthers got a W. Uh, We saw a lot of things to like from a lot of different players. Also, a lot of weird formations, a lot of Matt Rule decisions. We're going to talk about, is Matt Corral already a bust? Oh, no. We're going to talk about all of that today on the first C3 Panthers postgame show of the year. How about that, boys? You know we're going to do it with some of our very best. Our man Drew, Alex Pro, Anthony Price, Bobby Pay. D'Angelo, the legend, Matt knows nothing, my brother, Jonica Gotro, what's up, Lance Kubiak, Paul Mancini, Roosevelt Mango, Tizzy Smith, Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother, let's roll.
2: The voice that makes him moist is here. He went to FanFest. He's watched Panthers football. He has a beautiful hat on. His voice is sultry. How do you feel after we get the WCK?
3: Man, it is overreaction uh, time. It's season for overreaction. And, uh, you know, there's, listen, there's a lot of things we're going to talk about. And uh, and quite honestly, I think that there's a discussion to be had about whether or not we should be blaming Matt Rule for Matt Corral's, uh, you know, lack of success in this because of the holding on to the four quarterbacks throughout the preseason. Uh, doesn't seem like a very knowledgeable one, but uh, it's something that I'm willing to to, to discuss. And and uh, uh, let's just say uh, we all expected Matt Corral to be a developmental project. We're going to talk about whether that's going to be something that is a uh, is a fact or fiction at this point in time.
2: Two quarterbacks were battling today for a starting position: Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. But I got to say, the person who won. Is the Stat Daddy. He's my dab on him pick with that intro, bro. I got excited. Man, that just pumped me up for the season. Welcome back, Stat Daddy.
5: Thanks, Ben. It's funny because I've I probably listened a thousand times in the last 10 hours, so hearing it again on the intro was pretty cool. I was like, oh, okay, there it actually is working, but... Hey, it's interesting you talk about that quarterback battle because I got to go to Fan Fest too, which was fantastic, and that's going to be an every-year thing for me from now on, I promise you. Um, oh, yeah. There were more Baker Mayfield jerseys for sale in the team store than Sam Darnold jerseys, which, mm. to me, you don't yeah. sell more backup jersey sales or backup quarterback jerseys, you know, just in my opinion. So I think yeah. the question's answered. All right. Well, actually,
2: uh, well, first, we'll take a few calls today if we get them in, 252-228-5098. We're going to keep this... Post game show as tight as possible for the first one people got a lot to do uh families to tend to so let's tend to our c3 family our carolina panthers fan family subscribe smash the thumbs up button and let's start with number one the topic uh baker mayfield came out just balling dude straight balling and uh have one mistake have one mistake which was um a botched snap yeah steve smith said that uh it was likely because they called a shot play and he was excited to just go straight win the job steve smith in the commentary said man if he kid halfway through this drive he said man if he leads him down for a touchdown he go ahead and give him the starting job right now dude um made all the right throw i mean look actually i think showed off some real arm talent today um And put that ball placement on that Robbie Anderson. I don't think it could have been any better. It didn't come up. It didn't work out. uh, But Baker Mayfield did not let down today. He had to have felt good as Deshaun Watson struggled mightily in his preseason debut. And uh, he comes out there with a new team with swagger, confidence, pushing the ball down the field. Cody. Um, It felt like after that drive, this job is his. And then Sam Darnold goes and damn throws a wildly awesome touchdown with pressure in his face.
1: Into the back of the end zone, too. It was a a nice time pass. Had a good bit of touch. Uh, Listen, it's funny because Steve Smith is now Baker Mayfield's number one fan, it sounds like. Uh, he, He even said at one point, dare I say, it looks like Baker Mayfield woke up feeling dangerous. (laughs) Like he's already bought in, man. Uh and and listen, yeah, to his credit, I think he was aggressive. I think it was important for him to come out play in rhythm. Steve Smith made a point of saying, and it was very true, that he did a good job going through his progressions, going from one to two to three. He was able to get to the check down. Um he hit shy Smith on a good underneath pass. And even the pass, the the long bomb that he threw down the field, that was broken up to Robbie Anderson. It was good ball placement. You know, maybe if Robbie was uh, a little bit bigger and stronger, you know, maybe he would have been able to come down with that. Yeah, Yeah. and then you had some dumb luck. You had a bot snap, you know, and a lot of things that just kind of didn't, you know, didn't go our way. And then the very last play for Baker, it was a missed, uh, you know, they were on two different pages, the receiver and Baker. So... Yeah, man, I think that he looked as good as, as he reasonably could. And then uh I think that Sam Darnold came in and did just enough to, yeah. you know, maybe convince Matt Rule that it still needs to be a competition. I hope not. I think that we're wasting time. Uh the more that we continue to do this two quarterback uh, you know, splitting the first team reps thing, I think that's insane. And then the final thing I'll say before I pass the mic, the fact that Pat Elflin is the starting center of the Carolina Panthers over Bradley Bozeman. What the hell are we doing, man? Bradley Bozeman was one of our biggest free agent signings this offseason. Ravens fans were upset that they lost him, and we're not playing him with the starters. It honestly drives me. In
2: fairness, though, is that the the fact that we signed him to only a one-year deal, um, I think implies maybe that maybe we jumped the gun on how committed they were to Bradley Bozeman just being the starter right away yeah. um but you know you did you expected them to bring him in uh to play and they haven't really so he's played with the second string CK and Greg what you guys jump in there initial thoughts of this quarterback battle
5: Greg you go ahead man Uh, Okay, I only got to watch the first quarter. I was fortunate enough to set up my lunch break to be right at 1 o'clock and be able to watch the first quarter of the game, and then I had to go back to work. But um, from what I saw uh, is exactly kind of what I saw at the fan fest. I see it looks like Baker's just a step ahead of Sam Darnold, even though Sam Darnold did have a really amazing throw. I got to give him credit on this one, like an amazing throw under pressure. Um, But we've never argued that Sam Darnold can't do that. It's when things go bad, he's not able to continue to do that. That's his issue. You know, so so I I have no doubts he's a decent quarterback, but here's the good thing. I need Sam Darnold to have a really good preseason because I think Baker's got this job regardless. Like I said, there's four rows of Baker jerseys and one row of Sam Darnold jerseys in the team store at the stadium. That's the sign right there. Baker's got the job. I need Sam to look really good so that way somebody will want to take him off our our hands. Yeah, because that's a fifth or a sixth round pick. I don't care. I need him to have some kind of value to be able to trade. I just need him off the books, you know? So I want him to look good, and I want him to be able to get traded and go to a team where he's going to do well. You know, I yeah. wish the best for him. But
1: the, There are out. still rumors floating around that the Panthers are still trying to shop Sam Darnold. And then, yeah. of course, yeah. there's always the news report that comes out that you know is coming from someone influenced by the Panthers. No, they are not shopping Sam Darnold. They're actually you know, legit about this competition. It, it's all crazy to me. Man.
2: Can we I trade him heard- back to the Jets?
1: <laughs> so i i found out zach wilson Good. is only going to miss like four weeks and okay. he's, and that's he's hilarious. actually going to be so. back He didn't tear an acl but oh, they um, said
3: they weren't going to know anything until
2: monday
1: i don't know that's just the one that i saw today that say, they said that they you know it's before.
2: crazy i saw uh, nfl rumors before that game started that he tore his acl i think they spoke it into existence yes like because i was like man they haven't even played yet and then I, I saw it again and it was real this time i'm pretty sure i saw one of those rumor accounts you know that just mm. says wild shit all the time That set predicted that
5: is it's there been, a narrative but... that runs the nfl hmm i, I don't wonder. know
2: <laughs> uh ck your thoughts on uh initial quarterback battles before we move um on? i'm
3: just i i think there's a couple of things i'm not gonna I'm not here to make excuses for Matt Corral, um but I am ready and I think we've all said it for this if you don't have an idea about what you're gonna be doing there's there's a problem in and of itself right there, and I think that's going to hinder the development of Matt Corral and I think we see that tonight, right They talk about confidence and everything, and I think it's a real thing when you think about from a quarterback's perspective like having good confidence and starting them out on the right foot. Well, starting them out on the right foot isn't starting them with the force. Right, and, and right. expecting him to come in here and do something well. Um, the the reality is this should have been a uh, Matt Corral should have been in the exact place that PJ Walker was in, and PJ Walker should have been taking reps with the second with the twos. Right. Um, I think that we're doing a disservice to Matt Corral by not getting rid of Sam Darnold or PJ Walker. One of the two, if you really plan on keeping, uh, you know, Sam Darnold around. Um, I I personally don't believe that's the right move, but You know, it's not my choice to make, uh, I guess. But yeah, I think that uh, from what I've seen, even with the positives you saw from Baker Mayfield, they weren't really that positive. He went two for two on that first drive, thanks to a defensive turnover. Uh, And I'm not about to, you know, take away from the fact that he got that score. But for Darnold, same time. Yeah, Darnold, my bad. Um, But the reality of it. That throw was just kind of a heave and hoping, hoping on a prayer that it was going to work. All right, He had it was he kind had
2: of designed d- for that scenario,
3: to yeah. be yeah. honest. You good know,
5: catch. Um, yeah.
3: It was, yeah, it was I mean, much-
2: look, I'm not going to fault the guy for being successful in the moment. Right. You know, is that in, I think Greg put it a good way is that we, that's the problem with Darnold. You see him do those types of things at yeah. moments. And you're like, gosh, this guy could, you could see some hope. And semblance that it could work in some cases, and then, um, and then it just it, you know falls apart. But I think yeah. going back to the Matt Corral, uh, the irony of this right <clears throat> is that the people who were really kind of anti Cody on how to implement Matt Corral and like really go aggressively with him as maybe even the like really allowing him to even compete for the starting job, right. They said it was because he wasn't ready and you didn't want to break him. Uh, but when you put these guys in, in this late, late game scenario with the scrubbiest yeah. of scrubs, you're kind of doing that in the preseason. And we, you know, the yeah. same thing happened with Will Greer. And I'm not saying that, um, Will Greer would have been better. And I'm not saying that Matt Corral should be, should have played better. Shouldn't have played better today. Cause he didn't play well, period. Yeah. Um, he made his own mistakes too, mm-hmm. but you know, it's like one of those things. Now we got to say that is like he's playing with the scrubs. I think the more the question for me going back to this, and we'll kind of round this part of the discussion out and move on. Is I've been really this is the first preseason where we've had three or did we have three preseason games last year? Yeah, last year we had three. All right, I need to go back and look at how teams implemented their starters. I feel like as I've looked around the league today, and I've only watched a few yesterday and today, that teams have played a lot of their starters more than I thought they would yeah. for longer amounts of times than I expected them to. So it really um it felt like this is that the Panthers were probably ready to deploy these quarterbacks even longer if they had maybe run into some struggles. Mm-hmm. Right? If if Sam if Baker Mayfield hadn't come out there and just looked dialed in, he might have gotten another opportunity. If Sam Darnold didn't make that kind of great play and set up a touchdown in that good field position, he might have played a little longer. And then I was surprised at how long or the kind of how when, how long PJ Walker played. Yeah, I thought he would have come in earlier and left earlier. That's all I would say, you know, is I kind of expected him to be the third quarterback, but I didn't expect him to come out. I would have liked to just see him play the second quarter and then give the second half to Matt Corral.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, Matt Corral hates rookie offensive players. He feels like you're not a football player in your first year. You're just not, you're a, you know, you're a, a fledgling, not worthy of of playing legit football. And listen, going back to Matt Corral, I'm not saying Matt Corral was perfect, especially at the end. He was, you know, he put the ball behind uh, his receiver uh, a couple times. But the thing that I want to stress is that Matt Corral has barely been getting any reps. By the time they're done with Baker, Sam, and PJ, he might get three opportunities to do something, and then we expect him to look good. When he's going in there with the fours, I think a lot of people are comparing him to Sam Howell. Because Sam Howell, for the Washington Commanders, he looked kind of good today. He had two rushing touchdowns. He was putting the ball at the right place. But well, at the well, end You of the guys day, liked
2: him, too, coming out of You know what I mean? It's not Yeah, I mean, pe- a, lot a lot people of people thought people- that
1: the Panthers should have drafted him because of his North Carolina ties. But it's really unfair to compare those two in those scenarios. Like, yeah, uh, Howell has had much more time with the threes than Corral has even had with the fours. Um, and see, the sad thing about it is, is I don't think that's going to change at all. I-, I think you might see a copy paste of this the next two weeks in a row, unless Matt Corral and that fourth team can get on the same page and do a little bit better. And CK, you mentioned this before the show, and I'll pass it to you on this: that depth at the offensive line man i mean especially when they started blitzing it, it was like a sieve there at the end
2: it's always like that it's yeah. always like that in the in the fourth quarter in these preseason games that's why we turn them off then you know what i'm saying it's like uh, I want to go back and just do this is highlight willie Yes. Uh, thanks Willie for your donation of ninety nine super chat Baker's going to rock out this year you can support the podcast by don- donating monetarily appreciate that we don't ask for it but we do appreciate it and you can always smash the thumbs up button in fact it's time to get freaky deaky with them freaky dicky. Cool. there's 221 people watching this show right now and we need your help uh, and <laughs> if you don't help us Shame on you. Get him,
1: CK. Yeah. Talk to him a bit, Papa.
2: In a world where one
3: squad must find a way to come in here and talk about a preseason game that ultimately means nothing. We come in here. We have conversations about quarterbacks. We have conversations about about. Matt Corral being a bust, and you guys have come in here. We have, what, 231 of you legends in here watching us right now, and you haven't hit that flippin' like button yet? You haven't subscribed to the channel to help us get to 4,000 subscribers before the season starts? I have one thing to say to all you absolute legends. Subscriber shame.
2: Oh, 227 people watching. Let's get that let's wipe your feet on that thumbs up button. Yeah, right. I said it. Um all right, let's uh keep going through the talk like uh all right, so you know, uh, this car co- the quarterback conversation's dominated the the talk. We said this in fact before the preseason started and in, in going into camp, we asked basically five questions. We have remember that we did a a video of five questions. Uh, or show five questions facing the Carolina Panthers. One was mm-hmm. quarterbacks. We've handled that one. The next one it was this offensive line formation. We dabbled in it by talking about Bozeman and Eflin. Michael Jordan was walked out there as the starting left guard. Your thoughts on what you saw. Um, I thought this is, I thought the line from what, and it's, I like. I'm going to have to go back and kind of watch this and slow it down and really focus on looking at the line. I'm almost trying to get back in my rhythm of watching football. You know, is yeah. like what to take in, what to look at, what to, what I want to focus on, and I probably need to make a list of things before I go into these games that I need to try to watch out for. Yeah, your thought. I thought you know what is for the first quarter. I thought the Panthers' offensive line looked formidable.
1: Yeah, I think so, they looked good. Like,
2: I mean, tell us what you thought about the. We saw Cam Irvin get just smoked on the right side when Icky was playing, uh, when people are saying there's mixed reviews on Bozeman's performance today in the chat. What are your thoughts on, I mean, did you get a chance? I didn't really even get to feel like I looked at Brady Christensen specifically enough. Your thoughts on just what you gathered or got, you know, did we get any insight into this offensive line and out of this first game?
1: Yeah, and real quick, shout-out to Padwan Panther for the one ninety nine. Says, just glad football is here. Keep pounding, y'all. Appreciate you, Panther Padwan. Uh, yeah, this offensive line, it's a work in progress, and, and, and we know that. We've upgraded. You all know that I have real problems with the offensive line formation. Um, I feel like things could be better. But you're right, for the most part, other than a bot snap here and there, um, early on But that Baker Mayfield drive and that Sam Darnold drive, uh, I really do feel like our offense, our offensive line, is in the process of taking that step forward. I can't say that they've done it yet because we haven't seen the legit, you know, NFL football game yet. But I do think, uh, and I said this after going to Fan Fest and seeing Brady Christensen in person, I'll be damned if he doesn't look the part, man. Mm-hmm. He is a big, fast, physical, nimble big man, and I really do think that no matter where they decide to put him even though I would prefer him at tackle for a season. I really think Brady Christensen is going to be dynamite no matter where they decide to play him. Um, and again, you know, maybe my eyes go toward my favorites. Hey, I'm going to I have some bias. But let me tell you, man, every single time I saw number 77, big Deontay Brown, my man was never giving up pressure. Not one time. You can say that this man's big and out of shape or whatever you want, but when this They look man,
2: remarkably like, big. You know what I mean? Dude, like, I look at him and go, ugh.
1: Yeah, that, that's but, what I'm saying. So much has been overblown about it. Yeah. I really think that Deontay Brown just isn't give, being given a chance to shine and show what he's capable of. I hope that he's able to make the team and we might be able to fit him in somehow, some way. Maybe even that center idea down the line. I don't know. I just think that that man is far too strong and talented for us to just move on from him and have him become a, another Harrison Butker like player for someone else.
2: Yeah. that would suck. Um, Go ahead, Greg.
5: I was gonna say, like I said, I only saw the first quarter and for the offensive line for me, I wasn't as impressed as I thought I was going to be. And I had to keep reminding myself that it takes time to gel. This is like the unit that takes the most time to gel a lot. They're all brand new together. And, and I guess it's it's more in my mind, I wanted every play, the quarterbacks to be totally protected. Because when I look at like Tom Brady or, 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 or you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers play, and I watch the, the pocket just looks different for quarterbacks like that. And I don't know if it's the quarterback or the offensive line, but it looks like they just have this beautiful little cup around them. And that's just what I want to see with Carolina. And there were a few times, especially that first scramble with Baker, which Baker got out of it and He did well. Uh, it, it just looked different. Kind of off to me, but I also had to think about it. Washington has a great defensive line. This is a young, energetic defensive line, first preseason of the game of the year against their coach's previous team. I, I imagine they they had some fire in them today. So, I mean, I had to take all that in consideration. I wasn't insanely impressed, but they didn't do bad. You know, I mean, it, it, it looked right. better than last year. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of
2: hard to Detroit. tell, isn't it? It's like right. uh, as you're moving things around and you got some good uh, We didn't really see them have. Well, we kind of staked some long drives in there throughout this. You know, is there were some, you know, like running, like running the clock down, doing some different things. All right. So let's uh kind of maybe finish up with the offense. I have two things here. My last two observations with the offense is number one is Matt Rule's got his guys. Right. He's got his guys that he likes. Is they came out right away and made Chuba Hubbard the starting quarterback. A lot of people thought Dante Foreman I mean, starting running Running back back. for this game, yeah, is uh, you know, it just seems like this is um, they like Chuba Hubbard a lot, and I feel like that's a Matt Rule guy. If you think about Keith Kirkwood out there a lot, um, Matt Rule guy, former Temple player, so he just has these guys that he um kind of latches onto, or at least it seems that way, and I was just surprised and. Did Terrence Marshall Jr. even play today? I didn't see him yeah. out there. He has he didn't make the stat sheet. I wonder it, if he's listed as an inactive dude.
1: I'm not sure if he did. He was very quiet. I kind of don't think he played. I know I don't Christian think he was. I know, yeah, I know Christian McCaffrey didn't play. Um, what one player I wanted to highlight, and I've been very excited for this man as well is Shai Smith. Yeah, I think Shai Smith continues to impress. And by the way, his performance today was an extension of what he already started to do in training camp. The, you know, these past couple of days, Shai Smith has really started to look like a really good receiver. I think they're going to like him in the slot, using him on some of that underneath, underneath stuff to kind of get open a lot of those mesh concepts. Uh, I think he's built for stuff like that. And he's strong. He's a physical young man. So yeah. I think he's capable of some yards after contact too. I really was excited uh, about shy Smith and, and what he's been doing. And I think I'd yeah. probably say that he was my, my biggest true standout on offense today.
3: hundred percent. I would agree with that. I think, uh, I think shy Smith remind he gives me very much the uh, Curtis Samuel uh, experience. You know, that's what I get uh, a feeling when I, when I watch him play this, uh, play that position. Um I wanted to touch base on something real quick before we jump. Uh, before we move on, um, and it's just a quick statement. Somehow, Cam Irving, even going up against second and third stringers, looked even worse than he did last year. I know um, on the right side, by the way. On the right so side, yeah, Thank it's you. it's so bad. I, I don't even understand it at this point in time. Uh, but nonetheless, so the offense. Um, listen, I I mean, Higgins not- look good too. Higgins look good. I mean, it's really hard to de- determine what what's good and what's not because we didn't have barely any of our starters out there, right? You don't have DJ Moore. You didn't have Christian McCaffrey. You didn't have Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, You know, and Robbie's
2: out there with one. I did find it
3: odd. You guys tell me what your thoughts are on this. That uh, Chuba Hubbard was taking reps ahead of
2: Deontay Foreman. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I don't know if it's odd. It's uh, just kind of an observation of, and I think that someone in the chat brought this up, is that he is a more comparable back to CMC. Uh, which I don't, you know, I mean, or maybe like a more, a little bit more dynamic than Foreman in some ways. More Foreman yeah. being like, guess, kind of a more thought of as a power back. Mm, okay. Um, you know, I don't really do. I just, yeah, I think they've got that quarter. I think they got that running back room figured out. Yeah. And I don't think they need is, to do yeah. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Foreman, and short yardage scenarios and let's keep you know developing chuba hubbard and really right. chuba hubbard is going to be there uh just kind of continue to practice catching the ball that's what he okay. had last year as long as he's not fumbling he looked okay he looks at me and just look like he did last year how many plays um, did robbie play did he play just the one series or i think so yeah, i think yeah. So, yeah. he played that one with baker and then that was it yeah so um,
1: i have a question do you think like how we were talking about bozeman and Pat elflin Oh, it's like, what are we doing? Why would you even sign Bozeman if you're going to play this bum that was trash for us last year? Uh, you know, I, I was one of Chuba Hubbard's defenders. I thought that Chuba, you know, he has some stone hands, like someone said in the chat. Yeah, I think it was JD. It's true. But I think as a runner, he has a lot of untapped potential. Mm. And I do think he's a really powerful young guy. I wonder if maybe we might see something similar where it's just like, should we just be playing Deontay Foreman, but Matt Rule is going to continue to go with chuba Hubbard because, I don't know, his wife liked him coming out of college. No, no, I, I don't no, know. No. There's uh, an we'll opposite
5: see. argument to that right there, Cody. I see what you're saying, but what about if we didn't play DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, a lot of our guys that we know, fam, they're the solid starters. There's no yeah. question. Maybe we just didn't, Bozeman just didn't start because we know he's the guy. We're trying to get reps. Uh, way, but guy.
2: we put him you know. with the second string. though. So, I mean, he played. Uh, that's true. You know, yeah, so I guess he guys, played. The other guys you know, didn't. These guys mm. played. Uh, so, it will be that. interesting. You know, look, it's the first game. And to me, the first preseason game, I, to, to be honest, I saw a lot of players on this team that I expect to be a real part of this team mm. play a lot more than I expected right um and so let's flip the script real quick uh we'll start with one actually you know what let's jump in we got two cat calls right now let's uh go ahead and bring those in all right Uh, cody set it up bro
1: you already know what time it is
2: it? So what are your thoughts on catcalling?
3: Yeah, it's pretty sh- You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
4: Uh, very uncomfortable. So
3: how do you think catcalling makes the person feel?
4: It, it feels a good, like... Who's that cat in the back corner with his face in his Who's that kid that can use one- so sexy, dude. This is a body piece. Um... The thing that I don't like is everybody getting really hyped about this this season when it's clear that there are still flaws. Oh, for sure. Within our actual been. coaching staff, oh, we are okay,
1: new no yeah. people,
4: but it's still being navigated. As far as offense goes, it's still Ben Do We still have. I think You feel me, and yeah. it's crazy. Really crazy.
2: All right, man. We appreciate the call. Um, we're gonna go. Let's. Well, you know, we've talked a lot about this coaching staff, and I would say over the last couple of weeks. And to be honest, uh, I thought we looked pretty well prepared today in a way uh there's some questions every fan every super fan is always going to talk about the clock management thing and some different stuff like that Uh, maybe towards the end of the first quarter i'm at the end of the first half um but i think ben mcadoo is probably the best you can hope for if you're a carolina panthers fan bringing in uh kind of coming into an untenable situation you know is a very difficult one um you know, of like, hey, man, Matt Rule, this is like who really wants to go there and try this out? And then you went and got some coaches that have some pedigree to them. And McAdoo, you know, we know he wasn't maybe the most – he wasn't successful as a head coach, but he had some success as a coordinator. And today, I mean, maybe it was easy. Maybe it was easy, but I thought it was a, a balance of what Rule wants is mm-hmm. a nice run mix with um, – you know, some aggressive passing mixed in there. So, interesting. Appreciate the call. Uh, One more call, and then we'll talk about this defense.
4: Hello, long-time listener, first-time caller. Just watching the preseason game today. I'm super excited about the direction of this team. Cody, your boy Corral, he needs some more uh, practice. He needs some more time. He's not going to be anywhere near ready to lead this team this year. I sure hope we can get something for Sam Darnold because P.J. needs to stay on this team. He looked really sharp out there today. Y'all do have the great work. You uh, know, everybody subscribe and like and follow our boys at C3. We appreciate y'all. Keep pounding. Oh,
2: yeah. Keep Man, thank pounded. you so much for the call, the support. We appreciate it. Oh, uh, yeah, Matt Corral, difficult, you know, first showing. Um, so let's go. But, but let's switch to talk to this defense a bit, you know. Yeah is a little bit of question marks. I told you in the past, guys, is that I thought our defense last year was overrated, um, that, they, that they clung on to this second-best defensive stat for too long, and it just – I didn't even know how we were a second-best defense. Uh, and then they put up this weird stat at the beginning of the game that the Panthers were 31st in red zone Defense last year, right? And I was like, "What? Like, how can you be a good defense and be that bad in the red zone?" Now, there's a lot of reasons why, and we could dissect that. But that was a bizarre stat, and we lost some key parts. There's been some questions about this defense: is losing Hassan Reddick? How would we, you know, a lot of people wanted to add a veteran defensive pass rusher. How are they going to be able to work uh, with Brian Burns and YGM? How would that look? What would the pressure look like up the middle? Maybe the defense had it easy today. But I thought that secondary was flying around. Justin Burris making p- plays. Xavier Woods, Woods. Like our our, our, our safeties look great. Yeah, We didn't even play, I think, our starting corners at all. I don't know if I saw C.J. Henderson or J.C. Horn out there. I thought this is that the defense
5: looked good. Hey, I, I was impressed by Barno.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. So let's happy
5: see that. See no that. Kidding. We, we were talking about we need to help on the defensive end and see where we're going to have that and pressure. And I mean, you know, three tackles, two assists. I mean, that's not bad for a first game.
3: Raymond Smith was another one that I,
5: I felt like that stood out too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, Louvu. dude. I'm <laughs> and, uh, loving me some Frankie Louvu. And by the way. The shame on us! I don't know why we haven't like mentioned it earlier. Frankie Luvu, I love the haka dance. Like whenever you see the like the traditional Maori warriors or like New Zealand, Australian stuff, they do the haka. Well, right. Frankie Luvu does that. I might try and find the clip of it and pull it up. Frankie Luvu has turned into one of the very definitions of leadership on our on our defense, man. Like this dude does everything. He flies around the football field. He's fast and aggressive. Uh, Man, this guy has been an absolute blessing in disguise, man. If he can turn out to be another great dependable Panthers linebacker, man, how awesome would that be, dude? And his name is kind of chantable. It might not quite be Luke, but Louvu is is pretty easy rolling off your tongue. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm really happy about, uh, about Frankie Louvre on this defense, man.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, and look, look, it really seems like he's going to be a step in there, um, and kind of alleviate that. Some of those concerns about that. Maybe people had with, uh, Hassan Reddick leaving Greg, you had some thoughts.
5: No, I'm just thinking about Barno was my other thing. The defense did look pretty, pretty decent for one. I, I, I was really impressed with Xavier Woods too. Um, there yes. were a couple of plays. That's all I'm on. I, he he got lucky, I think, a couple times. There was a couple plays. Um, ball placement, I think, helped him. It wasn't his defense, but, I mean, he at least was there. I was listening to the uh, the Washington broadcast for the rest of the game, and it's f- so funny to listen to the opposing team's broadcast. Uh, I might have a good ice-up pick for this Tuesday. but think, Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, opposed, so, we got to listen. so you got to listen trash. to the opposing teams, And they were talking trash. Whoever this broadcaster was was talking all kinds of trash, and I was like, okay. I wanna find these clips. Yeah, so, bro. How did we not find
2: this Haka dance thing earlier? Like you said, I'm watching what a Haka I never even heard of it, but
1: <laughs> Oh, let cool me find let me let me find let me find Frankie Louvu's Haka. Wow. Yeah, they, yeah. Cool. You never seen the Haka dance? Yeah, so the I'm probably getting this wrong. If I am, forgive me. Uh, but the the Maori Warriors before they would go to war, uh, they would line up in front of their opponents and they would do their bah, shot, kah, dah, dah, dah. and they just like it's, it's intimidation, and uh, yeah, they would they would kill your ass real quick. But uh, that's I'll try and awesome, find the man. clip of, uh, of Frankie doing the haka.
2: Oh, that's awesome, man. And now I'm just gonna watch haka dances for the rest of the day. There's someone doing it at their wedding with their groom I guess awesome. that is a battle. <laughs> yeah no kidding. um, yeah, so look, the defense I felt like really, um, you know, I think it continued to show that that's like gonna be a big part, or we're I don't know, we're hoping to get reinforcement of ideas that we thought mm-hmm. were gonna be true, you know, so I think people we have just continued to assume that the defense was gonna be a strength of this team, or at least that's what we learned last year it was, uh, and that more of the questions were on the other side, and we've tried to figure it out. Um, and that secondary uh, looked like it played pretty well. So people were talking about um, West Street didn't look good, but I, I thought this is um, like if I felt like if our if our team could play this kind of complete, if you just looked at that first quarter, uh, defense created turnover, mm-hmm. offense put points up on the board, score touchdown when you get a turnover rather than a field goal extend some drives, keep them off the field, give them some problems that that's how you can win games. Yeah. You know, that's how you win games. And I think that's kind of the message that Matt rule's been preaching is like, this is how you win. It's not fancy. It doesn't have to be fancy. We just got to be sound all over the ball. And I know a lot of people were uh, also mentioned the special teams, which was, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different things we can talk on that. Uh, one, is um <laughs> joey sly it's still joey sly <laughs> but uh one more shout out muscles marinara um my italian paisan richie looked really good at tight end uh i'm italian paisan i love you muscles marinara that's fantastic name uh thank you for the two dollars oh you don't here. know Appreciate you don't clip. know muscles
3: oh muscles is uh muscles is a guy he's got a, he owns a sub shop down in spartanburg
1: yeah 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 so yeah he uh he has a a a sub shop in spartan monster subs yeah yeah, monster subs we were talking about maybe uh if we ever do a c3 meetup at training camp down in spartanburg everybody meet up at the sub shop and uh
2: oh man fantastic yeah yeah, we gotta do that that's on my calendar that is already i'm putting that all on my calendar fantastic stuff there thanks for the support um you know, I, I don't know. We didn't get to see any of the team in its completeness. Um, but we did see, I think, yeah. enough to make us feel better today. Yes. Um, Joey Slide just left right. Man, he missed the extra point. Did he miss a field goal, too? No, he or just missed. Just f-
3: he only kicked once. Okay. Or wait, um, uh, he had to kick a couple times because he did another touchdown, so. Yeah,
2: but uh, so I. I well, uh, one other thing is, I know that we make fun of Matt Rule having kind of that nepotism of Temple and Baylor. It turns out and we've made this comment before every coach in every team has Oh man,
3: how many former They, they bring
2: in familiarity, right? Yeah. They bring yeah. in, you know, you look at the Buffalo, Buffalo and Carolina, the connections there from Sean McDermott and uh what was it, Brandon Bean. So you see a lot of Carolina Panthers there. The commanders, but boy, the (laughs) Commanders.
5: Yeah, I I was listening to the audio and I was like, "Am I listening to a Panthers versus Panthers game?" So I'm hearing about Heineke (laughs) and Curtis Samuel and Joey Bonifant. I was like, "Wait, Bonifant."
2: um, (laughs) uh, David Mayo is on that team. (laughs) Um, um, Okafor not uh, not um Mecca Okafor. Who was the um Obata? F. A. Obata's on that team. Yeah, Joey Um, Sly.
3: the Bonifant one is interesting because I, for whatever reason, I was surprised that he was actually on that team. For whatever reason, I almost thought he was still on the Panthers, to be honest with you.
2: Corn oh, Elder. Uh, oh, Corn's up? Oh, snap. Yeah. The one guy, this one, the funniest one to me was, they brought oh, it man. up at one point, the R commentator goes, oh, that's a former Carolina Panther. And I had never, ever heard of this dude. And I was like, what? Hold on. Mark and guy? Michael, yeah, never even heard of Mark and Michael. Had no idea he was a Carolina Panther no. at the pass. So uh, the Commanders, I thought their end zone looked pretty good with the Commanders taking up the full end zone. I did like that. Yeah. Um. So I did not see Ron Rivera on the telethon or on the on the yeah. telly at all. Not one time
3: until the I end. I okay. saw him at the towards the end, but. Yeah,
2: other than that, yeah, is
1: you're the, right. Is this the haka so, dance? Yeah, this is the uh, the haka dance. The Frankie Louvre. Let's go right here. Right
4: here.
2: Hey, Frankie
1: is he... the man, dude. <coughs> I wonder I if he that. has
2: any ties, like. Um...
1: Yeah, he does. Uh, Again, I'm not sure. It seems like uh, my man JD in the chat probably knows a lot more about all this than I do. But I do think he does. um, He does come from that kind of background, whichever one it is.
2: Um, Did you see if uh, was our offensive coordinator playing calls, uh, calling plays from the booth? I didn't see him on the sideline, so I'm assuming he was in the booth. I saw, I mean, Phil Snow's in the booth. I saw the quarterbacks coach go out and taught the PJ at once, not an off not the offensive coordinator. So I'm guessing uh McAdoo's calling it from the booth. Yeah. If anybody saw that. Um mm-hmm. here, I think we got uh one more call. We hit all right, yeah, we got another call in. Thanks for your support. Two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight.
4: yo what's good, C three? It's JD. Um, yo, I was just calling in uh give my my thoughts on what i saw overall like uh the starters or the presumed starters they look good in my opinion um more importantly i like what i saw out of the uh second stringers at the in the secondary like i can't think of the kid's name but there was a play where where he 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 was there but the receivers was Able to catch the ball, like he popped it up, and then he went out of bounds and he came back in. Um, I, I like I like how they, they were able to stay with the guys. Like the secondary, even the second stringers look good. Um, on uh, offense, like yo Baker, Baker is is the starting QB. They definitely need to get corralled more reps. Like to my eyes, it looked like his his nerves were getting the best of him. But overall, I like I like what I saw. I I, I think I think the needle that the arrow is definitely pointing up for us. With that being said, love show. Appreciate what you, appreciate what you guys do. C three for the fans by the fans.
2: Keep pounding.
1: Keep pounding, man! Shout out to JD, man. Fantastic call. Yeah, I, Go ahead, I mean, Greg,
2: you're on the mic. You got anyway. one thing. You you said you got one more topic on your your heart and then we'll do our dab on them um, and talisman shame player
5: oh i was just saying i had one more topic left in me oh i, I, I didn't, oh, have you didn't actually thicker. have yeah. the topic yeah. N- oh, nothing okay. on my mind That's but i could talk right. on one more topic well to why play. don't
2: we do this is uh what we started i don't know if we started last year or the year before did we was last year the first year we did the post game or did we do the post game the year before yeah no, we've
1: done it uh yeah. i think two two years now done for
2: a little while. Yeah, okay but uh our biggest
1: is, shows now you know
2: yeah, it's the post-game. I mean, and clearly everybody's got the team on their mind and they're watching football right after. Uh, but it does give the Tuesday show a run for Actually, all of our shows are like horses yeah. in the damn race right now. They're really yeah. starting to cook. Um, yep, yep, all yep. of them. All of them. And in fact, the Friday free-for-all... Um, actually, the Tuesday show did like 4,000 views in 48 hours. And... Oh! I feel like my ice up pick for the Tuesday show was gonna be you guys for having a show that was longer
1: (laughs) (laughs) without like
2: I'm the reason I'm the reason this show is a bazillion hours long. And then you guys had a four-hour fucking show. (laughs) Dude, we had
1: like twenty-two cat calls. No joke. You know what's funny though
5: is before we started, I remember asking you we had like eight. When we were putting the show together i was like oh we only got eight calls tonight we'll be good and then
2: yeah say, every time eight. i say oh i don't think we got a lot to talk about if we can be able to plow through this it's the longest show of the, the fans say, hold my <laughs> beer <laughs> yes hold yeah. my beer hold um my beer. so <laughs> let's do this is Dabum? last year we did uh and actually let me see if i can find it um you know what we'll save the music for later We'll save the music for later, but we do – this is the honor. This is our homage to Cam Newton, right, I, yeah. arguably the him, him and Steve Smith, the two greatest offensive players in Panthers history, Um, and the dab, bro. Cam knew how to set a trend. I know people made fun of him, but he's ahead of a lot of things, and he made that dab hot, bro, and that was the Atlanta thing, right? um so this is how we celebrate our player of the game the dab on him pick of the week and i'm gonna go first and i'm just gonna go with baker mayfield yeah straight dab on him. um steve smith said my man has been here long enough to drink a cup of coffee and came out here and looking great.
1: Um, <laughs> he had some bars. I
2: thought this is, I saw, look, he, I mean, he had a mistake, he was not flawless. Um, but boy, did he kind of show you a lot of the things that, um, Browns fans liked. Yeah. And the reason they like him is one, he's mo like he, he picked up a first down with his feet at one point. Um, And he didn't just run out of panic. It, like, he dropped back, stepped up, looked through a couple of reads, and then said, I'm out of here, right? He's got wheels Um, too, he's fast. Yeah, I mean, and he then uh, made some good reads, pretty safe throws, pushed the ball downfield. And I got to tell you, this is, whoever says that Baker Mayfield, I, I, you know what, and I would probably say I said this a few times. I didn't know if he had, this elite ass arm talent. I mean, yeah. but I also didn't watch him very much. He was throwing zingers, bro. But still, PJ Walker still got the biggest cannon on yeah. this team. He came out there on his first pass and threw a fucking missile into the stands. I like or something like that. Which right. Like, but dab on him, Baker Mayfield. What's y'all's dab on him pick?
1: And hey, so before we go, uh, real quick, we got to shout out our man anthony price for the ten dollars incredible uh, if i can pull it up here yeah and shout out to anthony it doesn't have a message but the ten dollar love bomb it came on the friday free for all yeah, the legend. first time last friday appreciate you Anthony. got a
3: whole got a whole band set up in his uh in his uh in his living room there
1: yeah nice. anthony, a- anthony is cool anthony is the man uh well but, thank so, you so
2: much for your generosity man we, repre- yeah. we appreciate it
1: absolutely man um so my dab on a pick Man, I feel like I've got a lot of them. I want to say Shy Smith, and I'm really hopeful about Shy Smith, but I'm going to keep it consistent, man. I'm going Frankie Luvu. I know yeah. we only made that one play, you know, or that one big-time play, but I, based on what he did last year and the type of player that we know him to be, I think Frankie Luvu is going to have a huge year this year. I'm really pumped for it. Yeah. Um. And, Those are the plays know,
2: that we we saw him make last year. That exam- So what it, what that tells us is not a flash in the pan right. necessarily. Is like yeah. that's right. who he is. He's instinctive. Instinctive. Yeah.
1: That's what I think. Yeah. And uh, one, one one more thing before I pass the mic, real quick, It's my brother-in-law's John. Uh, it's his birthday today. So oh, I wish, birthday. A, I wish a wish a happy birthday to my brother John. You know I love mm-hmm. you man. And uh, yeah, All right. that's. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, I'll throw one out there real quick. I'm going to be consistent too, Matt, but, but it's earlier, uh, ba- uh, Barno, man, Mario Bono. Um, yeah. we've been questioning uh, YGM on that end and talking about that was a position that we needed to solidify and do well. And I'm not saying that after for one game, I'm convinced he's going to do that, but in your first game against the team you were playing against that had the motivation they had, you had a pretty good game, three tackles, fumble recovery, uh, and you didn't even play the whole game. So I'm impressed with what I saw on the field today. I hope to see it continue.
2: Yeah, um, I think they asked um, – no, who did they ask? Oh, it was Shaq Thompson that called him mini Brian, Brian Burns 2.0. Yeah. Um, they call uh, him Bern,
3: Berno, Brian Or uh, Berno is what they call him. Berno. <laughs> right
2: on. So that's a good one. All right, uh, CK, your dab on it. Um Mine's
3: going to go to Jeremy Chin, who actually forced the uh, fumble that uh, Barno was able Bar-no. to recover. He played?
2: Uh, yeah, Good play,
3: Jeremy Chin forced that fumble. Like nobody was talking about it, but he's oh the one God. that forced that fumble that uh, Barna was able to
2: recover. Uh, one tackle so for loss, loss two yeah. tackles. Girl, he's, he's <laughs> I love stork. Jeremy
5: Chin so much, man. So glad we got him. Yeah, that's Jeremy the Chen, jersey man. to buy right now. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a hot jersey. jersey I, think. I think.
2: Yep. All right, Jeremy Chin, uh, dab on him. Um, all right, uh, Tal of shame players that. You know what? I feel like Cody should go first.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, My towel of shame. Uh, Man, I feel like there's two that I could give. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and give it to Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan had a pretty bad game kind of quietly today, I feel like, too. Uh, He was in there when P.J. Walker was in. And he whiffed one completely. And got PJ blown up for a sack. Um, it was tough between him and Cam Irving. I think that both of these guys are just their rejects being forced onto our O line. But yeah, I think Michael Jordan. But we hear so much about how he's so mean and strong and he's dominant and he's great for the run game. And bro, he ain't none of that shit. So. That's my tile of shame.
2: All right. Yeah. Um. Well, I gave you a chance to do it, and you totally dodged
5: it. Hell uh, no! I'm
1: not. I, I'm not doing Matt Corral for my tile of shame, bro. <laughs> Never.
5: Hey, no. can can we throw a tile of shame on an opposing team's player? Okay. Because uh, yeah, I'm, just, and I'm just gonna say, I'm throwing Joyce Lye. Damn it! Um, and, <laughs> <I've> had, <laughs> I've had, I, see i see i've learned at you saw in the intro i've learned not to go last uh i'm gonna throw it on joyce live because you got a chance to prove why we shouldn't have gotten rid of you and you you just showed us why we did today. yeah
2: um how about this is uh before we move on okay, before i know you got to run jd 864 said uh that the talisman goes to the trash announcers I'm assuming he's, he's referring to the other the, side of Washington. What, you
5: yeah. heard the other broadcast. What was it? What, what's he referring to? They, they were talking like the, it sounded like me or you broadcasting a game because the guy was definitely into it like a fan, like talking trash. He was like, yeah, that offensive line you, or that defensive line. You see that? That's what we do. That's how we roll. You watch. I told you when we do this, we're going to win every game. It's all we got to do is this right here and we're going to keep doing it. And he started talking trash. I'm like, dude, this is not an announcer. This is me calling a game. <laughs> you know? that's, that's this is drunk me calling a game. Yeah,
3: that's uh, Steve Smith. Yeah. Steve Smith was a trash talking our team, though. Like, I, I don't, I didn't see him doing a lot
5: against the other team, but uh, yeah, that was a... well. See,
2: I think uh, Greg was listening in his market. Were you listening to the opposing
5: broadcast? Yeah, I was listening to the Washington broadcast.
2: I couldn't tell you oh, the okay. guy's name. Yeah, all right. Uh, Steve Smith, a little nervous today, I felt like. Um, uh, getting you know, he'll he'll loosen up as he continues on this preseason journey. Yeah. All right, um, Talisham. Mine, okay. uh, I got to find a new one because it was going to go to oh,
3: Joey Sly. So um, no, no, you're fine. Um, I would say it's it's got to still, for some reason, it's still got to go to this offensive line as a whole. Like, there wasn't a lot of, like, even the first team when Baker was in there with that first team, he wasn't sitting there with a good amount of time. He The first play of the game, the pocket broke down immediately. He had to run and scramble and make a get a first down. It was just not... It wasn't. It still was a bit shaky, um, which I guess you can expect. But as of right now, until I see the the what we are expecting our offensive line to be actually make that improvement, I'm gonna have to you know give the talent shame to that uh, that squad over there.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna give it to uh, Cam Irving who got just worked. Yeah, you know is um, and I would. I, I guess I'm gonna. I want to continue to see some of these players developed on this offensive line instead of just going with Cam Irvin. Somebody said this is um, they were talking about, um, I guess us trying to showcase PJ Walker or learn what we have with PJ Walker, if he could be a number two. So if we could go Sam Darnold, uh, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker, and then uh, Matt Corral and those be our quarterbacks. How do you not know what this guy's got? You coached him in college. You've coached him for the last two seasons. You've had a lot of points. I feel like yeah. you know who PJ Walker is. Yeah. Like, how much do we actually have to learn? And so that's kind of what I'm saying with Cam Irving, some of these other guys. And I don't know. I have to go through the list of them. Is like, are we really trying to learn about Cam Irving? Um, uh, you know, I think I'm trying to learn about that Cade Mays guy more. Or, uh, can Deontay Brown play a whole half? Right? Yeah. Like give him a chance to do it, you know, and uh, and see if you haven't just so um so Cam Irvin, my towel of shame. Look, uh, how about this? Let's finish this show in one hour.
1: Let's I think do we that. had a great
2: I, I think we had a good show. I think we got through most of the topics. We still have a lot to learn in this preseason. When's our next preseason game? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Is it a night game? It is. We'll old. figure
1: something out. If, if, even if it's not after the game, maybe we can do it during or one of the halves or something. Uh, you
2: know what I want to do? I, I want to. What if we started at the end of the third quarter? No,
1: nope, I'm fine with that.
2: So like we did a post game fourth quarter watch along because the fourth quarter is like the. What I time does
1: it? Guess. What time does it start?
2: Probably 7:30. Yeah, it's probably
5: pretty late. I, I
1: mean, that's so late. I kind of feel like if we're gonna do that, we might as well just do a watch along. And just well, like, I mean, like, maybe would be,
5: We'd be starting at like 30 minutes after a Tuesday show or right around a Tuesday show if we started on the th- yeah. fourth quarter, thir- in the third quarter, you mm-hmm. know, probably 930. Right. So
2: we'll, we'll talk about it this week. We got yeah. the Tuesday yeah. show uh, to hash it out. Um, and you know what? A lot of people come in on Tuesday. Oh, not actually. You know, yeah. Um, a lot of people come in on the Tuesday show with your ideas of what we should do for the post game. Should it be a watch along? Should we start at halftime? Maybe hey, start at halftime and do a. Post game yep. watch along uh, for the second half. Those are some ideas. All right, um, Tuesday night next show 252-228-5098. Leave your thoughts about this first preseason game. Um, and man, we appreciate all the support in the chat. Really, a uh, good turnout uh, over two hundred and fifty people the whole time. Can't it feels you. like uh, you guys are fantastic. Thank you. Please smash that thumbs up button. Uh, it helps us catch on the algorithm. It helps us. Um, continue to reach new listeners and, and broaden uh, this great community we're developing here and you guys are developing. Uh, follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. Email me, carolinacatchronicles at gmail.com. Uh, go like our Facebook. All of those, all of the socials, every like, every view, every subscribe. It helps us continue to grow and this season's going to be our biggest, our biggest Cody Lack. Thank yep. you for being By my far. little man. Tell them how they can get
1: after you. Yeah, you can get after me on Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Guys, we are so close to 4,000 subscribers. Come on, man. Help us out. If you have not subscribed to the channel yet, I promise we're a good time, man. If you're still one of the 245 still hanging out, we do this all year, man. There is not a rock that we will leave unturned. In relation to the Carolina Panthers, you can bet that will never change your premier fan podcast for the Carolina Panthers. And, uh, yeah,
2: that that's it for me. Um, Greg, I know you got to run. Yeah, uh, check Talk me, me out at the BatDaddy52
5: on Twitter. personal line.
2: Fantastic stuff. Check out his podcast. Uh, he just Chasing changed Squirrels. the name, so don't let yeah. me get it wrong.
5: I messed it up on the intro the other day. It's Geeks Chasing Squirrels. So, Geeks chasing squirrels through the multiverse is yeah, one baby. way to think about
2: it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Co Dizzle, the voice that uh, makes a noise. Yeah, you for can it. find. Nice for on. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely, man. I'm happy to be here. Um, you know, I'm just excited to be back talking about some Panthers football and actually having some action. Uh, to to you know, uh, recap with you fellas. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, um, TikTok, uh, those places. Uh, I don't put a lot of content out these days, but you're more than welcome to. At least on uh, Twitter, I do. But uh, come follow along, and uh, it's at CoDizzle Allen, and uh, you know we'll we'll make it happen. We'll be here Tuesday, ready to tell you guys. And uh, we're gonna we're teasing some things, but uh, like I said, we have some things coming for when the season starts up. Also, there might be some uh, some uh, some things going on. If we hit 4K, there's a potential we could be doing a giveaway of some sort. So you guys help us get to that 4K. Share it with your aunts, uncles. Tell them about hey, you know these guys, they are incredible. Don't oversell yeah. it because we don't want to underperform. But, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely <laughs> – keep their expectations okay, and then that way they can be uh, excited to come here.
1: Cody, fight. take us out of here. Panther fans and C3 Nation, until next time, keep pounding.